folks, welcome back to a special episode of Crossing Swords because we're going to be breaking down the entire playing round and giving you our picks. Before I tell you who's here to break everything down, I'm going to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Pazda Electric. Give them a call at 716-698-2711 today. Any residential or commercial electrical project you need done, let them know we sent you with this train never stops and they'll hook you up with a free surge protector and they can even come out for free estimates. They're great friends of the train. So don't hesitate to hit them up. And we have just a loaded room tonight. We have none other than Dwayne, the funnel guy. Well, the man formerly known as the funnel guy, Tristan (laughs) and long Island cats himself. First, I'm going to kick it to you because you're no longer the funnel guy. Things are a lot different with Buffalo hockey nowadays. We're just normal <laughs> hockey fans because there is no Buffalo hockey to be had. How you doing, Tristan? I'm all right. We got a, we got a late one here on the East Coast. Late one tonight. But, you know, it's kind of funny. We're talking about Buffalo. We're talking about the playoffs. I was going back and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of watching like some of the previews, just kind of getting jacked up. I'm super pumped about the playoffs starting. But, for a long time, I was like, man, I'm glad the Sabres aren't in it just to embarrass ourselves. And I'm kind of looking back now and I'm like, man, how fucking cool would it have been to see the Sabres in a playing round? I don't care who they were playing. How much fun would it have been? But instead, we're, we're here. We're here at the bottom staring up into the fucking clouds. Yep. Unfortunately, one of these teams we're going to be watching is going to have the first pick. And a man unhappy about that is Dwayne. Dwayne, what the hell is going on? Not much, guys. Uh, you know, I'm still fired up about that. You know, I, I <laughs> it, it, it's it's still mind blowing to me that if the season would have lasted one more day, Sabres would have, Buffalo would have beat Montreal, that we would have had a better chance of winning the fucking lottery than we would have not making this whole, you know, yep. bullshit playoff. I mean, it's sort of bullshit. I mean, I, I I'm glad to have hockey back, but. Hey, I, I, I just—it's—it's worst con, worst case Ontario, but it's the fucking way she goes, boys. And we way gotta send goes. it off to the only boy <clears throat> here that has anything to do with this playing round, Long Island Cats. How are you feeling? You're just we, just a little over a week away from legitimate New York Islanders hockey. Yes, sir. Boys are heading to the bubble real soon. Uh, they got that exhibition game coming against the Rangers. A little bit of bad blood. Uh, not a bad way to start a, a, a little comeback here. Um, they were kind of on an 0-4-3 and skid before the pause went on, but I'm fairly confident with a fully healthy team, we can make a, a decent run here. Yeah, that's one big thing. Like, there's a, There were a lot of injuries for a lot of teams coming into this. And you have this extended layoff where these guys can get right. But how right are they really going to be? How much time have they been able to get on the ice? You know, that remains to be seen. You've had the Penguins who, you know, they had nine players. They had to cut off from the rest of the team because of a potential exposure. Let's get these guys into the bubble and let's see what happens. But it looks like we're going to start out west breaking things down. And let's start first with the 6-11 matchup. This is extremely interesting. It's 6-11, like the higher seed, lower seed, the high, like out of the entire bracket for the play-ins, you would think, oh, this is the most obvious choice, right? No, you got Nashville against the Coyotes with Taylor Hall, and Nashville is just a minus 125 favorite. The Coyotes are sitting there right around 110, 115. Tristan, I'm going to send it to you first, your thoughts on this series, because this is going to be this is going to be a hell of a series early on to get things going. And I was as we were talking about earlier, too, about how the NHL is made for parity. I don't really think it matters what the number is. The only two teams I think that have runaway W's is Pittsburgh and Edmonton. Um, I don't think Montreal has the firepower. I don't think Chicago has what it takes anymore. But everything else, for the most part, is pretty much up in the air. And I said this from the very beginning. So, obviously, Nashville has a strong team, but I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of believing in uh, 
in little curses. And I think they have the Matt Duchesne curse. So I think they're a team. I don't think that they're going to get past Arizona. And I think obviously if Darcy Kemper gets hot, he has, he, I mean, when he was healthy this year, he was one of the hottest goalies in the NHL. He was having a, uh, a potential Vesna caliber season until he got injured and things kind of tapered off with Arizona. But I mean, you're looking at players like Clayton Keller, Oliver Ekman, Larson, Phil Kessel, Taylor Hall, like, you know, if they pull it all together, I think they can, I think they can definitely take that, take that series. Yep. If you get some goaltending that stays healthy too, that's absolutely a big, big potential quote unquote upset. Although they're not that big of underdogs. And if you, if you really look into all these things, if you look into the numbers here, the Coyotes actually had a better goal differential throughout the season than the Predators. Dwayne, I'm going to send it to you, then send it over to Katz. Give me your predictions on the series. Um, you know, I've been kind of back and forth on this one, boys. Uh, I always love an underdog. I, I like Arizona, and I've always been a huge fan of Darcy Kemper. Um, even back, I believe, when he was with Minnesota, I've been on that boat. You know, I was a big advocate when Buffalo was looking for a goalie to try and poach uh, – Kemper out of there because I thought he had just such a, such a bright future. Um, he is definitely one of my more favorite younger goaltenders in the league. Um, but you know, here we go. You know, you got a you got a young uh, you got a young Arizona team and Phil Kessel. Well, Phil Kessel not having the season he probably would have liked, but you know, he's always been a guy that performed in the playoffs. So yep. I I want to say that he'll. But, uh, pull it upset, and I honestly I can't remember who. Well, you know how I picked this, pick this round, but um, I think Nashville and I think Pecorine uh, will, you know, will help get them past Arizona. So I would, I would I'm honestly probably gonna take a Nashville. I'll probably change my mind tomorrow, but I'll probably take Nashville in five. Cats. Yeah, uh, this this was also another like toss up uh, for me as well. Um, I'm a huge fan of. Clayton Keller. Uh, I like, you know, this new generation of hockey that's been coming, you know, with like Jack Eichel, Austin Matthews, these type of players, uh, you know, Arizona definitely has a great roster with Phil Kessel out there. Uh, Oliver Ekman, Larson, Kemper and net. Um, but I think um, when it comes down to these play-in rounds, I think experience is going to go a long way. And I think um, Pecorine is, is, is going to put Nashville on his back for this series. I'm going to go Nashville in four. Yep, I'm I'm a big believer in those Coyotes down there. You make that move to get Taylor Hall, and if you can get you know some solid goaltender play, that's been their their big issue is every like getting having those injuries at key times. Um, Kemper is not able to stay in that. If he's able to be there and be that stalwart for them, I think they can get by. I got Arizona making it through in five. And then on to the next series here, we're going to go to the 7-10 matchup out west, Vancouver and Minnesota. <clears throat> I think this is another very interesting matchup. Um, Minnesota has been one of those teams the past couple of years who's been very up and down. A lot of people thought they were going to trend real, to- real, real down, like towards to where the Sabres are right now. And that hasn't happened. They were able to get themselves into this play-in round. Uh, the Canucks are a – Slight favorite at minus 120 with the Wild right around plus 115. Cats, where do you see this one playing out? This is the only series where I think there's going to be a sweep, um, and I think it's going to be Vancouver in three. You got Jacob Markstrom, who is uh, very underrated this year. He's a great goaltender out there for Vancouver with Brock Besser, Elias Pedersen. Uh, they just got Tyler Toffoli in the mix too, um, and I think there's some great coaching out there in Vancouver as well. Uh, like you said, Minnesota's been trending upwards and they trend downwards. I just don't think they were ever able to really figure it out in the postseason. So I think all my faith is going with Vancouver in three for that series. Yeah, Tr- Tristan, your thoughts on this one? Obviously, we all kind of wanted to fully here in Buffalo at first, not able to get yeah. that done. And that's a move, you know, where you want to get yourself into the playoffs and they're there to get themselves into the playoffs. Yeah. I'm essentially going to tail cats on this one. I said Vancouver in four, just because I think Minnesota is going to be able to squeak one out with Devin Dubnik. And 
I think the average age of the players on Minnesota is like 43 or something like that, or 44. Jordan Stahl has the <laughs> biggest head in the entire game. Mad Zuccarello is on the downside. Uh, Ryan Suter is old as shit, too. They I'm got a, a couple AARP cards. Yeah, they're, they're just – I think they're too old. I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with Vancouver. I think they have too much speed. They have too much talent up front. I like Minnesota's defensive game a little bit more than I like um, Vancouver's. But mm-hmm. in the last episode of Two Goalies, One Mike, we had a great conversation with uh, with Harmon Dial, who works with the uh, the Athletic in Vancouver, and we and we broke that team down. I think they have too much firepower. I think their goaltending is too solid. Um, yep. I got them. In, I got them in four. Yep, I'm right there with you. I got them in four. I love what Quinn Hughes brings. I saw him. Forgot I went him. to Yoast. Yeah. Um, you know, just a couple years ago in his draft year as a freshman, watch him skating around. I'm like, who the hell is this kid wearing number 43 blew my mind. And I looked him up immediately, saw he was a top draft prospect. And I'm like, okay, like my eyes weren't deceiving me. Um, and it's not a surprise that he's been, been able to do it in the NHL. He's right up there in that Calder, um, discussion. Um, and he's, you know, one of the best young defensemen coming in this league. I think Vancouver is going to be able to get it done. Um, I think Markstrom's going to be solid enough. Dwayne, where are you on this series? Honestly, guys, um, spoiler alert, I think Vancouver's <laughs> taking the whole fucking thing. Like, not just this series. I think Vancouver's taking the whole fucking thing. I think they have – Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's have, early in the episode. You're going to ta- – whoa. Yeah, yep, spoiler alert, boys. Uh, sorry, sorry to break that, break that news. Uh, Tybee I delay they have uh, that's the episode I'm over. Bleep it out. I'm, bleep it out. I'm bleeping it out. <laughs> You're bleeping it out. All right. Well, I, uh, you know, I, I, I really feel that uh, they have depth at all the right places, um, especially up the middle. You have guys like JT Miller and boy, uh, uh, Horvat, you know, as your top two centermen. And it's, you know, you, you have five guys with 50 points on this roster. Mm-hmm. And like we said, like you, you know, uh, earlier when, uh, with cats is Markstrom is one of the better goaltenders in the league. And I just don't really see anybody beating this team. If they're firing in all cylinders, um, they're really good on the back end as well. Uh, well, they're good enough on the back. end. I'm saying they're really good. They're good enough on the back end. Um, I just think they're just going to be too good offensively, especially for a team like Minnesota, who, like I said, you just got, you know, the average age of that team is, is up there. And I just don't think they're going to be able to keep up with uh, what, Van- what, uh, what Vancouver has, you know, Yep. Yeah. And on to the next one, the 5-12 matchup between Edmonton and Chicago. Edmonton around minus 155. I think the line's been moving even further from that lately um, against Chicago. I think I'm going to start this one off. I think most of us are all on the same page on this. This is probably going to be a quick one to talk about. I think Edmonton gets this done, especially, you know, at home, you have those extra little amenities. They're going to make you feel a little bit more comfortable too, to begin with. Um, and obviously Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid, the time for both of them to fully get their bodies ready and prepared for this. I think they get this one done. Dwayne, your thoughts. Um. Yeah, uh, if we push this one to Tristan first, I got. I need a second to think on this one. Fair enough. This is an easy one for me. I got two predictions ahead of me. I got Edmonton in three. I think it's a no-brainer. We don't know if Corey Crawford's going to be pre- going to be playing, so it could be either Malcolm Subban or what? Chris Delia, I believe. Um, there is also talk right now of if Jonathan Taves is going to be able to participate in this as well. And without one of those guys, without, you know, without your starting goaltender and without arguably your, you know, one of your, your, your top players besides Pat Kane, yeah. I don't think they're going to be able to do it. So my prediction is Edmonton has too much firepower. Connor McDavid's too fast and too strong. I'm unloading the house. I'm unloading the mortgage on Edmonton in the series. And then I think Chicago's going to win the lottery. Yeah, unfortunately, right now, I don't <laughs> think we can bet on the series at the creek, which is really going to nope, be you can't. wild. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to have to get down there and, uh, I'd talk to my guys, uh, Billy and Gavin and see if we can uh, figure something out, but cats, um, I got it in four for Edmonton. How about you? So like I mentioned earlier, when we were first talking about Nashville and Arizona, I actually had a tougher time deciding this one. Um, other than the news coming out today, when we were talking earlier too, you mentioned Taze and Crawford, uh, were out. I don't, 
we're not a hundred percent sure, hundred percent sure what those sources are. We don't know if they're opted out or are they just like unfit to play. But um, other than like like you mentioned, they're missing Taves and they're starting goaltender. They, there are some good pieces there with the Chicago Blackhawks. They got Dominic Kubelik there. They got Alex Dabrinkat. Um, and, and, of course, Patrick Kane. Can't miss him on the ice. Um, and just from what I've seen in the past from the Blackhawks when they are in the playoffs, you know, we haven't really seen uh, too much uh, Connor McDavid playoff action. Um, I, I, I think it's going to be Chicago in five. I know that's not favorable here. I know everyone's on the house with Edmonton, but Chicago in five for me. I like so, people going against the grain. I hey, like it. I yeah, someone's it. someone's got to bet on the other side so that the uh, so our betting line doesn't get pushed too far on the other side, so we don't have to lay too much juice, right, Tristan? But I Dwayne, agree more. I know, I know you said in your picks earlier. Unless you're flip flopping, give me your pick, baby. Uh, this is another one of those series, guys. That um, I know I picked Edmonton um, in this one, but I, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna pick Edmonton in five, but. You know, as as great as Drysdale and you know McDavid, and the season Edmonton has had, um, there's a lot of experience in Chicago. And when push comes to shove, Teus is playing. You know, I, I I can't see him sitting out the first series, this this qualifying round. I just can't see it. Um, those guys know how to win, and in a five game series. Um, I think they're going to push it to five games, but I think I think Edmonton is going to win the series. But it's not going to be as easy as everybody thinks it's going to be. I think yeah. you 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 guys got playoff performers like Teus and Kane, you know, like I said, or Debrincat. Uh, you got you still have a really good hockey team in Chicago, who, for the majority of which knows how to win. So it's not going to be an e- it's not going to be an easy series. They're going to push it. it I think you're going to see some overtime games in there, but I I will take yeah. Edmonton in five. No, and I, I like that too, just as a side note. I like that as well because there is it's they have so much playoff experience, which so is much. very good. But what it comes down to for me personally, the reason again, I think Edmonton is much better, but um it comes down to it's it's not Joel Quenville behind the bench. That's that's yep. what did it for me. Because Joel <laughs> Quenville was the catalyst behind those teams winning. And uh it's it's not him this year. So that's that's my side note. Yep. I think that's definitely the thing that pushes it over to the edge. And I don't necessarily think it's, you know, Taves or Crawford just, uh, you know, opting out if, number one, they're not healthy enough. Or number two, we've seen with the MLB's um, current uh, health protocol system that if someone tests positive, they're not going to disclose that, like, they tested positive. They're just going to go on to, like, an injured list. So this could be that – type of situation like we don't know like we really don't know um you're not disclosing they're positive but they're not playing and like they're going on an injured list so like it kind of like you, you you do disclose it so like you know this is this is the new normal we're gonna have to deal with in sports at least for now but the last series over there in the western conference is calgary and winnipeg this is going to be an absolute battle this one's pretty much a coin flip at um, most books right now, Tristan, I'm going to send this to you because I think, I think you're going to be able to set this one off. Right. So this one came down to simply one thing for me. I got Winnipeg in five. Again, I think it's going to be a really close series. As you said, it's going to be a coin flip, but Connor Hellebuck oh, had Connor oh, Hellebuck had a Vesna caliber season this year. I think he's the guy that gets it done. And we can't forget, too, that this is also essentially a, almost the same Winnipeg team that just that was just in the Western Conference Finals. So I think that they have more experience. I think their offense is a little bit stronger. And I think they have a little more grit and toughness on that team, too. So I'm, I'm going Winnipeg. I think the goaltending stands out. I'm not, I don't know about David Riddick. Yeah. What has he done in the playoffs? I don't know if you saw Blake Wheeler's flow, but it looked – a peak peak playoff performance like he's ready to go i think they have a little bit more size they're ready for the playoffs um i I really love johnny gaudreau and i like what the flames are trying to do i just i just think you know winnipeg didn't perform you know really up to snuff of what you really expected from them for from this whole from the entire season but they have a chance right now to make up for it and i think they're able to get it done in five this is going to be the best series, I think, 
out of all of them out west. Uh, Dwayne, what's your thoughts? Um, I'm pretty sure I took Winnipeg with this one too, and for some of the same reasons Tristan took him. I think Connor Hellebuck um, right now is the best goalie in the NHL. Um, in a five-game series, uh, you know, as much firepower as Calgary has, I just don't see them taking out Winnipeg. You mean you got Connor, Shifley, Wheeler, Ellers, Line. These guys have all 60 points. You know, I mean, Ellers, I mean, I'm looking here. Ellers would have had probably over 60 had the season finished. You know, you, you, have, you yeah. have so much depth on this hockey team. And then you have a world-class goalie like, yep. you know, uh, like Hellebuck and that. And I, I, just, I really – yep, that's right. The only downside uh, is that it's just a defense led by Josh Morrissey and Neil Pionk. That's like the only <laughs> – that's the only thing that know, makes Josh, me nervous. Josh Morrissey is a very, very, very good defenseman. Like I he, know. He's underrated. Very, he's, he's underrated. He's very underrated. He is definitely a top four and a top pairing. I don't know about that and, like, everything that's happened with Dustin Bufflin. Like, you would like to see them have, you know, maybe a little bit more on that back end. Yeah. But what they have, you know, up front, I think, could you know should be enough to make up for it cats yep. thoughts. Uh, i'm i'm a huge maddie kachuk fan i i just like the type of player that he is uh he's very he's very gritty and he's for his yeah that's just <laughs> that's exactly the best way to describe him he's a prick honestly but um like i said in these playing rounds goaltending is going to be huge and why not be led by UMass Lowell's very own Connor Hellebuck going into this playing series after all this time off? You just have time to get better and better and better and healthier. And, yeah, Pionk and Morrissey, probably not your first two fantasy pickups for your team there to lead you through the <laughs> season, but there's enough firepower out there to lead them through four. So Winnipeg and four for sure. I like, I like, Pion- I like Pionk a lot. Now, here, here's my thing when it comes to goaltending, though, with this play-in round is – and I read an article earlier on this, too – is it, it, it's a lot different for a goaltender to get mentally ready for all of this than it is a, like a forward or a defenseman because, you know, you haven't been – you haven't know, played in a game in four months. You know, you, you, you like, yeah. it's just so much more mental preparation for a goaltender than it is for any other position – and honestly, not just in hockey, but in sports, uh, you know, you know, going through the motions and, and, and of, you know, letting in a bad goal, you know, rebounding from letting in a bad goal. Uh, so, you know, it, it's, it's, it's going to, it's, it's going to be interesting this playing around because yeah. as much it as sounds, I expect it sounds like overs, it sounds yeah. like overs. Over city to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, 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 it's going to, it's going to be interesting because I think, I, I, goaltending is going to play a factor, but I think you're going to see some high-scoring games in this qualifier. Not because of the goaltending's bad. You're just going to be dealing with a lot of rust, guys. You're going to be doing a lot of rust. I mean, you know, yeah, you have off-seasons where players do get this much time and off, time off, but you, you get you get exhibition games, you get preseason, you'll get your shit together. You know, I mean, how much time, how much practice time do these guys actually have together? You know, normal practice time where you know you can come together as a team. Uh, where you're not, you know, you know, uh, separated by these new rules because of COVID, um, that's tough on a goaltender. It it really is. Um, so, I think you're like I said. I think you're gonna see some high scoring games in this qualifying round, but that's strictly because of rust. Um, I think I think the second round, as long as you guys like you see guys like Hellebuck, you know, get get through and Markstrom get through to the second the second round. You're gonna see. You're gonna see the goaltending really. You know, this this the talent in the, at that position really come out and see these lockdown, low scoring games. So, yeah. I, I like I said, I agree. I would be. I'd be taking the over in this qualifying rounds for sure. Well, that's great to hear. All you betters out there, it looks like it's gonna trend overs from Dwayne. Dwayne is a goalie, hopefully expert soon enough. He's having a ton of goalies on his podcast over at Two Goalies One Mike. Sean Burke is on- next. Yep, Sean Burke's next. He's had Steve Shields, Grant Fuhrer, to name only the goalie, only the goalie, just to name a few. Marty, Marty Brown. Brown. Um, so, but we're gonna move on to the Eastern Conference here. We're gonna start with the eight-nine matchup here with Dwayne's favorite, where he has so many fans up in Toronto. 
against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Toronto, a minus 150 favorite. I think the line's moving a little bit more um, in their favor um, lately. And Columbus around plus 150, 155 or so. Dwayne, start this off. Send a message to all I'm your fairly, friends I'm in Toronto. I'm fairly positive I took Columbus. Uh, in the first, in, in this round here, uh, not because I I did any studying or analyzing of rosters and matchups, like just because I fucking hate Toronto and I want them to lose in the first round, and I it'll be a fucking it'll be a fucking it'll be a cold fucking day in hell when I pick their Toronto Maple Leafs to to beat anybody in a playoff round. So. Um, Johnny uh, Taurus, you can go fuck yourself. Austin Matthews, you can go fuck yourself. Mitch Marty, you can go fuck yourself. Uh, Frederick Anderson, seriously, you can fucking, as Johnny Conte, sit on a bike with no fucking seat. I hate you all. I literally hate you all. Oh, so, 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 Dwayne, you're not a fan of John Tavares Day? Oh, I hate John Tavares. And you don't I, like and the Jammer Boy? And anybody in the island who likes, still likes John Tavares, I don't, sorry. You are an idiot. I thought he did the island so fucking dirty. I'm sorry. You guys could have got so much more for Tavares if he didn't open his big mouth and play the games he did about, oh, not sure what I want to do, not sure where my heart is. Bullshit. That motherfucker knew he was going to Toronto the the entire year. He was sitting poolside with his wife when he made the decision. He knew it all along. Yeah, he knew exactly all His heart was full of maple syrup, and he he knew it. He didn't want he didn't want Toronto to give up a fucking a, a king's ransom at the deadline. So he played he played these games. Or, you know, asked not to be traded at the deadline. Do you know how much cat? Well, how much would have how much would have the Islanders? I thought we were, I thought we were just ta- I thought we were trying to pick this series here. No, fuck. Hold on. I I I I want to ask Katz right now. How much would have the Islanders gotten for John Tavares at the deadline? Uh, probably. <sighs> Probably a, how much better? How much better would your team be right now than it already is? It's a, it's a fucking great team. No, how much we probably we probably would have gotten two picks in Sammy Kapanen for fucking John Tavares, and our team stood would would have just stayed pat with Sammy Kapanen on the team. Like yep. it, it made it made it made no sense for it to be dragged on like that. He fucked over the team by not letting us get anything back, but. Guess how – you know, like it was written in a book. It worked out pretty well because Matt Barzell has all the ice time in the world. Yeah. Calder, face of the franchise. You could still have Matt Barzell and you could have those picks too, which would have been great players. I just I, – I think I think he deserved every fucking rubber snake thrown at him on, on the ice when he, came, when he came back to the island first. All right. He's, he's a snake. Cats, who do you got in that first-round matchup there? Uh, so Dwayne, you just put in a lot of effort there for that, but I'm going to go Toronto in five. <laughs> there is so much offense there, despite yep. John Tavares being there. Yep. He does make the team a lot better. There's... He is a top 10 center in the league for sure. And the Leafs defense worries me a little bit, which is why I'm going five. It's probably going to go back and forth a little bit. Uh, and you just hope Frederick Anderson's a beast. I mean, he's going to be seeing 30 shots average a game probably with that shit lackluster defense in front of him. But Toronto in five. <clears throat> just like we mentioned with Edmonton, they do have a little bit of home ice factoring going on a little bit. Um, but Yeah. Maybe. Yep. maybe there's, not maybe, a, maybe. there's not enough uh, Dwayne Leafs hate to make me uh, switch my pick. I'm going Leafs in four. Tristan, what do you got? I got Columbus in in four. Yeah, buddy. Simply put, there's Fuck two reasons. I uh, I'm a huge, huge John Tortorella guy. He coaches nasty. I think, and here's the deal too. Look at the teams that win Stanley Cups. They're not the pretty teams with the cute little danglers and these Mitch Marners and their edges and Austin Matthews and these little this little pussy footing around stuff. It's a hard here's a, game. Here is a male purse. Dude, this isn't even the playoffs. What do you mean? It's a uh, it's a male a, purse. It's a hard-nosed game. John this isn't Tortorella even the playoffs. Bring... It's not going to be hard-nosed. It's not the playoffs. Torts is going to bring those guys in ready to play. I don't think they have a single answer for Seth Jones or Alvis Merzlikens. Maybe maybe, maybe uh, Austin Matthews will moon Tortorella and Tortorella will just beat the shit out of him and take him out of the picture altogether. 
Wouldn't that be a scene? <laughs> All right, on to the next one, boys. We got the five seed Pittsburgh against the twelve seed, the Montreal Canadiens. Pittsburgh around one seventy five, moving even a little higher. A lot of books have them even more closer to two minus two hundred favorites yeah. versus the Canadians around plus two twenty or so. I think this one is probably the easiest to pick out of all of us. If you need to give me more than a sentence, I think uh, we might have to send you to a hospital tonight. Cats, I'm going to you first. Give me your pick and give me the games. Short and sweet. Pittsburgh in four. Montreal gets that number one pick for la 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 la. I think the fix is in two. I don't think you're wrong. Tristan, give it to me. Pittsburgh in four. Carey Price is able to steal one. Max Domi has type one diabetes. Don't know if he's playing. Just not going to overcome Pittsburgh. Not going to happen. Dwayne, give it to me. Pittsburgh, I believe I said five. Um, five? I think Carey Price was I, – I, I think I said uh, Pittsburgh in five. You know he's a goalie guy. You know he's a goalie guy. I think I, I, I got Carey Pittsburgh, Price, I, I, I got I think Pittsburgh Price will steal a game. I, I got Pittsburgh Price will steal a game or two. I got Pittsburgh um, in three. Did you guys did you guys see that picture of Carey Price with the other two goalies? Uh of like like it, it looks like Carey Price is wearing four chest protectors underneath his jersey during practice. Anyone no. else see that picture? Yeah, it's it, just it, like, protecting himself from COVID. Come on. <laughs> is that what it is? No, I think I think the fix is in too. I think, you know, it's, it, he it, needs, the best yeah, thing six feet between him and the puck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the I think the best thing that uh, to happen for the NHL in Lafreniere is Lafreniere to end up in Montreal. So I yep. uh, definitely say Pittsburgh. He's a Quebec five. native, isn't he? Yeah, yep. he is. Exactly, French Canadian. So on to the next one. We're gonna go to a New York team, but not Cats' team yet. The six eleven matchup: the Hurricanes and the Rangers. Tristan. Start me off on this one. How do you feel on this one? Because this is a very, very interesting matchup. It's one team who's a very big, you know, Corsi numbers type team versus a young up-and-coming team who is able to get a superstar on their roster to really help push this growth. Um, I got to go. I got to go Rangers in this one. I took the Rangers in five. Artemi Panarin, he's my personal MVP. That dude is an absolute stud. That team in general, I think, is very good. They have three incredible goaltenders. You've got Lundqvist, Shishterkin. You've got Georgiev. Like, you have options down there. Zabanajad. I mean, you go through their lineup, and I mean, Capo Caco. I think they're too solid. Um, I think this is going to be the most exciting series in the in the playing round too. Personally, oh, Flat I think. Overs. Oh, I think so too. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Yep, cats. You're giving me your two cents. Give me your full dollar right here. What do you yeah, think? So, so they do have I, – I think Artemi Panarin does make a solid case for uh, the heart this year. Without Artemi Panarin, I don't think the Rangers are anywhere near where they would have been. He just – just a whole different level for that team. Um, but uh, we saw a dangerous Carolina team last year. I, you saw my, my team uh, get swept by them in the second round. Um, only for the Carolina Hurricanes do be swept the following round against Boston. Um, but Carolina's goaltending is kind of wishy-washy there. So, And the Rangers were on an absolute tear coming up into the pause. So Rangers in five, no doubt about that. No. Dwayne, how do you feel about this one? So, I mean, have we gotten, have we gotten who's playing? Is it going to be Shosterskin in net? For the, is the Rangers is that the consensus right now? Does anybody know? I think I think they're good with any of them, to be uh, honest. I, Shit, I think Lundqvist is most likely bound to get that starting spot. Why not? You know, that's his team. I I agree. I I really think that um, if Lundqvist plays, I know I picked Carolina in five. So it, I and that's contingent. I think on Shishirsk playing, and that's no. And that's not me saying he's he's the worst of, of the options there. It's just because I think experience is going to come down. Pressure, it's going to come down to, you know, experience in that. 
And I just – I don't know if Shesterskin's going to be able to handle the pressure of an NHL playoff series. I mean, I don't know. You know none of us know. Um, you know, Lundquist has been to the show before. He, know, he, he knows how to handle this. Um, and if Shesterskin plays, I said, I, I think I said, I take Carolina in five. Um, I think Mrazek's a great goaltender. Um, That's a hot take. I, 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 you know, I, I think he's underrated personally, but, um, you know, Shnefsik, I can't pronounce Shnefsikov, Shnefsikov, I can't, I can't pronounce it. Uh, Tara Vinen, uh, Dougie Hamilton, they they may not have the most, you know, talented roster in the playoffs, but you know, I know I've always liked Carolina. I don't know. I hate my, and I hate, I hate saying that. I hate saying that I like Carolina. Um, but I don't, I just, I feel, I feel this, if, if there's going to be any upset in, this, in these playoffs, I think this is going to be the one where I think Carolina takes down the Rangers in five. Yeah. I'm i I'm a numbers guy and I see the Hurricanes as a team that can make a run. They have the young talent. They have the speed that can play with anyone. And you t- like, look at the Rangers and why were they succeeding late in the season? They're sort of playing with that youth getting up and down the ice um, playing with a little bit more of an exciting game. Guess who's <laughs> perfectly able to counter that? Yeah, Churl. The Hurricanes. Give me the Hurricanes in four, and I think that's exactly how it plays out. And we saved the best series for last year, the seven seed versus the ten seed, the Islanders versus the Panthers. Islanders slight favorites around minus – uh, 120 with the Panthers, about plus money, plus 105, plus 110, depending on where you're at. We're going to save cats for last. Wayne, start me off. How do you think this one plays out? Oh, I took the Islanders. I think the Islanders are too fast. I think they have a ton of talent up front. Um, and I just, I just don't see them losing this series. Um, I think Matthew Barzell is an absolute one of the most elite players in the league. So, um, and I, I was kind of biased here because, you know, Katz did give me an unbelievable gear down, cool down video. So, you know, he, he helped me, uh, he helped sway my decision towards the Islanders there. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I think I took the Islanders in four or five games for this one. Tristan. Let's be honest. This is the worst series in the play-in round. This is <laughs> yeah, by far – this is by far the worst series in the play-in round. The Florida Panthers are going to be playing in front of more fans than they normally do in their home ring. Like, <laughs> this, 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 this play-in round is going to absolutely suck. But I took, it, I took it for one particular – or no, two particular reasons. Yeah, there might be a couple more reasons. Um, so, I think Bobrovsky had a pretty rough regular season – um, what he did for Columbus against Tampa Bay in last year's playoffs, I think he's one of those guys that if you get him into the playoffs, he's going to stand on his head. And I'm going with I'm taking I'm taking Florida in five. So on top of Bobrovsky, I also look at it because the Florida Panthers are a team that it doesn't matter how many times the Buffalo Sabers would play them a year, we never beat them. We yep. just can't beat them. No, we don't. So we don't. we don't beat we don't beat the Florida Panthers. So. For no real reason other than Bobrovsky and the Buffalo Sabres being terrible, I'm picking I'm picking Florida in five. Yep. I'm right there with you, know. Tristan. I'm going Florida in five. You look at that team with Jonathan Huberto, Alexander Barkov, Hoffman, Dadanov, Ekblad, Trocek, Vetrano. They, they're very solid. Their forwards are better top six-wise than the yeah. Islanders. I think you have better goaltending than the Islanders. I think, you know, you have defense is almost on par. It's, it's right about there, but then you go sunk. And I don't know. I think, I think, I think the Panthers might have the edge slightly defensively and give me the Panthers in five cats. Try to convince us otherwise, because let's hear this. Let's hear this fucking shit show. Let's hear this. So if we go, let's let's just do a little history lesson. Um, oh, so God. back in 2016, we all know uh, that the Islanders beat the Panthers in the first round in six games for their first playoff series win in 23 years. For me, as a human being, that is my first series win as being a fan. 
and also being alive. I was only 23 at the time. Uh, but the Islanders have a stacked team. They're fully healthy now. We Down the middle, we got Barzal, Brock Nelson, uh, newly acquired J.G. Pajot, and centering that four line is a healthy, healthy cases as he has. Um, and we got back Johnny Boychuk and Adam Pellick. Uh, Barry Trotz has that team on lock there. That defensive system that he brought to the island is a tough system to beat. Not many teams are scoring against the Islanders. Uh, they were one of the best teams last year, putting up 103 points in Barry Trotz's first year. And there's lots of good, positive vibes going around the team right now. Everyone seems to be um, in good spirits. Everyone's healthy. Um, Matt Martin just had a kid. Anders Lee is a new dad. Jordan Ebley just had a kid. Um, Belmont Arena is coming along just swimmingly. So the boys have a lot of positive things to play off here. And, of course, um, bias or not, Islanders in four. Just to, just to play devil's advocate here, they all just had these kids. Like, how excited are they to be in that bubble? Like, do you, do you don't think they might want to exit, exit a little quicker? Mm. No, they, they're, bringing, they're bringing the trophy home. They're going to put the kids in the trophy. They want the they want it all, baby. It's right now. We we are an average average age team is kind of high. We do have those older players like Johnny Boychuk, Varlamov, and Grice in net. Also, doesn't help us in age, but they're being coached by one of the best goalie coaches in the league, Mitch Korn. Uh, so. It makes sense for the Islanders to beat the Panthers too because we're three and zero against them in the in the season right now. And to be honest with you, when they went on that seventeen game point streak, the first win was against the Florida Panthers. So why not it's, get another? It's, it's tough to beat a going. team three times in a row. It's going to be even harder to beat them four. That's Fucking all right. I gotta I say. All I know so is far, I, last, I, I, yeah. I definitely disagree. I think I think the Islanders have have this series. I think. Um, just like Kat says, they're fully healthy, and um, I think you guys are selling a little short and not. I think, I think they got to score goals, and I don't think they found ways to score goals uh, during quarantine. Besides the fact, besides whether the you fact. throw, whether you're you know swimming or whatever, you're playing golf, whatever, you're not figuring out ways to score goals, and that was Song. the problem all season. They were on an 0-4 and three skip before going on the pause. Uh, so, thank God that we had a, a four-month quarantine <laughs> before the play-in series. Otherwise, going 0-4-3, going into a playoffs, that is not a good look. But not a good I look. have faith with Barry Trotz. I have faith <laughs> in the locker room over there. I, I do think the boys are going to come ready. Um, they have an exhibition game coming up against the Rangers next Tuesday. So that'll get things going a little bit. Who's not excited for a little robbery action? You know, a little bit of pre, pre-playing, pre you know, a little bit of this. Do not, that. do not make bets based on faith. You will lose all of your money, and yep. that is a promise. And if you are uh, not thinking that I am not excited to bring back my Chugbud videos before the Isles, you're out of your mind. I have been waiting so oh, long for the content. It's we coming. can't wait. We can't wait. We can't wait. Cats, cats. Who are you more comfortable with in net, though? Are you comfortable with Varlamov or are you comfortable with Grace? Sorokin. Oh wow! Yeah, he was Sorokin. The, the, Sorokin. Oh, wait, I will get. I'll answer that real quick. But Sorokin landed right away at JFK, and he took pictures with with police officers. He's five minutes landing and he's taking pitches with NYPD. Police. So do you think they, they do you think ready. they give him, they give him the net right away? Next no. year, but he doesn't, he doesn't no. play in this, in these games coming no. up, but no, nah, it's, he's got to earn that spot for sure. But I'm hoping the hype is there. Um, I've only seen, I haven't really watched any KHL action. I, Tristan, have you caught any, any Sorokin he's a great, games out he, there? He, he's the real he's, deal. He's disgusting. Yeah. He's, he's the real deal. Sick. Yeah. He's sick. But uh, Dwayne, I think I would want to give it to Grice. To be honest with you, he is uh, I agree. excellent, excellent against Florida. Um, and when you have this much time off, of course, it does help to get in a little bit of uh, camp action. But it's a numbers game, I think, when you have this time off. And Grice has the numbers to get the net against Florida. Yeah, All I right. like that. Sounds great, cats. Give me any, 
any last thoughts and or little messages heading into this play-in round? How are you feeling? I'm excited. I think we all are for a little bit of hockey. Um, get those wallets ready, though, because the, the bets are coming. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yep. Not good. Yep, you're not wrong. The bets will be coming. We'll be uh, pumping them out throughout. We'll obviously have all our picks out and graphics for you guys so it looks even better than it sounds because eh, we don't got the the best voices, but we try to do what we can. Dwayne, how are you feeling? We're getting hockey back. Your last thoughts before we sign off. No, I mean, I'm happy hockey's back, but I mean – I just, I, I'm just, I'm still skeptical that we're going to get through this whole thing without having a ton of hiccups. Um, yep. You know, I, it, it's, it's scary because this could really set the next season back by quite a bit if this doesn't go according to the NHL's plan. Um, it could, it could blow up in their face. Um, and like I said, and I'm, I'm true, you know, you know, I'm, I'm a, Hardcore Sabres fan, you know, as much as that fucking team sucks and tears my heart out, makes me want to put my head through this fucking wall right here. Um, I can't wait. To, I can't wait to go back to the uh, KeyBank Library and uh, just uh, watch uh, Jack Eichel do his thing and see if uh, you know Kevin Adams can bring us back some new, bring some new faces into the fold. Um, and I just really hope that this whole playoff. You know, and this, you know, all this doesn't set that back, and ha- we have to wait longer for that. So, yeah. um, yeah, and my, I guess my final thoughts are, fuck Toronto, and I just want to do, I want to do, 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 do one thing. I just, just want to do one thing, and this is this is for this is for the man of the hour, and just a reenactment, real quick, guys. All right, just, just, just watch. Hold on, I know the fans at home can't see this. That's it. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? He's just wrestling with the t-shirt. <laughs> yep, there we go. Love to see it. I did I get the guess. shirt off though. Was that, was it that eight for something. Cats? Was that was that eight? Was that longer than eight? I, I, you you right this shit took time. you eight seconds to take that shirt off, but that's a talent <laughs> taking it off in eight seconds. Oh my god! They don't yeah, teach you that at SUNY. Yeah, so Dwayne, tell everyone about the gear down, cool down. Make sure everyone gets involved. Um, yeah, the gear down, cool down. Um, it's something that, um, I've been headlining along with guys, uh, at better biscuit, easy goal, uh, and Ty B has been involved along with the rest of the train wreck crew. Um, just trying to raise money for civil rights awareness. Um, a great cause and it's a lot of fun doing it. We've received some pretty funny videos, especially yesterday. Um, shout outs to, uh, uh Randy Krups, uh, Krupke, uh, um, Adam, and then um, Coach Callie over in uh, California coming in yeah. hot with a heater video. We all saw it, um, made some jaws drop. So, and I already know that uh, over the next couple of days, we have a lot more videos, uh, you know, get ready to be uh, ripped out here. So yep. um, pretty much you just gear up, gear down in a fun, creative way, um, cool down in a fun, creative way, and then you challenge three people to do the same thing. And then you uh, donate $10 to the uh, NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund. Um, if you follow me on Twitter at DwayneS39 or at Two Goalies, One Mike on all social media platforms, you uh, can get the details on how to uh, contribute and participate. Yeah, perfect. We'll all be uh, getting our own videos in soon. I know Katz, Katz you did a fucking great job. Uh, obviously, you struggled with the shirt. Uh, you should have saw the first, 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 first time Dwayne did it. He uh, fell like uh, the first five times. Um, I can't wait to see his official one. Mine will be coming soon. But Tristan, real quick, send me off with a quick, some quick last thoughts, any shout-outs, anything on your mind before we get out of here. No shout-outs, just ecstatic for playoff hockey. We got the first two weeks. Five games a day split up between noon and 10.30 p.m. at night. I work 1.3 miles away from Seneca Creek Casino. I will be there every single lunch. It will not be good for my bank account, my family life, any of it. 
Um, and then just on a side note, cause I was thinking about this. I was talking with some of the guys at work, think about the playoffs and think about like all the most amazing moments that you've seen in, in, in playoffs in the past. So many of them come from lifting the Stanley cup, the handshakes at the very end of the series. You know what I mean? Those passionate moments between teams, we might not see those. Is there going to be a pile up on the goaltender when a team wins the Stanley cup or not stopping that? But is there going to be – are they going to be able to pass the Stanley Cup off to each other? Are they going to be able to shake it? hands at – are they going to be able to shake hands at the end of the are series? Are they going to kiss it? Who's Brad Marchand going to lick this year? <laughs> yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, the NHL playoffs. Yeah, the NHL playoffs will be starting any day. I mean, the NHL play-in, not the playoffs. I don't want to get yelled ooh, at ooh, by anyone ooh, on Twitter, ooh. even though the official stats ooh. will be kept for the playoffs. I don't want to name any names, but Asterix Tour. <laughs> Asterix Tour. Mant- Mantine Mon was Mantine Mon. Uh, I don't know, yeah. something like that. Dantine something Don. Like Dantine that. Don. But my last shout out, yeah, everyone down at the Seneca Creek Casinos, who's going to be keeping all the kiosks nice and clean for us to be betting over and over again, because hopefully we gave you guys some free money. Obviously, you can't bet on. The series right now, unfortunately. I'm going to do my best Damn to try shame. and get them up before, before they happen. If not, the games will be up, and we're going to be putting out picks every single day. We're going to be feeding you guys some free money along with uh, everything we do with Degenerate uh, Danger Zone. So make sure you follow at Degenerate Zone on Twitter as well as Cross Swords Pod. And we got to give another shout-out to our sponsor, Pause Electric. 716-698-2711 today. This train never stops, and they'll give you an extra little hookup from Cats down on Long Island. Dwayne, who just struggled to rip his shirt off. Tristan, down in his basement in East Aurora. I'm Ty B. The Sabres don't got any hockey coming anytime soon. But let's go Sabres. <laughs>